Welcome, Patriots, to this episode of Ravens Radar. It's going to, we're going to move it a little bit out to the west, but we're still going to keep it hot. We got a lot to get to, so let's get right to it. If it's in your sights, it's on my radar. We'll be airborne shortly. Welcome, Patriots, to this episode of Ravens Radar. We've got a spectacular guest for you today. But in the meantime, you know how we do it. we got to start by what is going on. we got to keep Patriots informed about what's happening on our front line. It is a changing dynamic, and it's usually, thanks to Biden, awful. And uh, this week is no exception. So we're going to get to it. What do we have going on? We have uh, Tim Scott entering the Republican primary race. Uh, Tim Scott is a senator from South Carolina and for all intents and purposes is pretty beloved by the Republican Party, but he's coming into a very David and Goliath sort of situation. I mean, Trump is leading, lapping, owning, destroying, insert appropriate adjective here, the field of the primary, proving that the more they attack him, the stronger he gets. So we'll be interested to see what the strategy is. I've been asked this a lot. What would be the strategy for Nikki Haley and Tim Scott and some of the ones who are coming in who are, you know, really just kind of minimally in the polls? And I, I, I tell Patriot that I think the goal of this is to position themselves for the run after the era of Trump. You know, I am a big supporter of Trump because primarily, well, he's a rock star but also that Trump has already delivered a wonderful economy. He has already delivered a thriving stock market. He has already delivered low unemployment. And those things are things we desperately needed. And if he had had more time, he would have delivered full energy independence. We were almost there, patriots. And, you know, what did, uh, what did the, the gentleman in our sitcoms used to say? Missed it by that much. So that's what we've got going on in the political scape right now and still ridiculous. What we also have, Patriots, is the debt ceiling. Okay, so here's, we are at a stalemate, it looks like, between Republicans and Democrats, okay? Patriots and traitors, depending on how which way you look at it. So right now, we are at $31 trillion worth of debt. And we've got two factions, of course. We've got the left saying we want to spend. We are convinced that we can spend our way out of debt, that if we spend enough money that people will stop counting and will eventually forget how much money we owe, problem solved. And then we all hold hands and sing Kumbaya. I think we have a clip. So, <laughs> yeah, 
That's the uh, Democrats' uh, plan for this. The Republicans um, are posing a, we need to cut spending. We need to cut spending and we need to um, cap the rate that we just, we just got to get government spending under control. So we'll raise the debt ceiling. I think it's 1.5 trillion. However, we have got to return the cuts to the level they were at 2022. Okay, Patriots, what's the problem with that? The problem with that is it wasn't great in 2022. Okay, so it wasn't great. Let's put this in perspective. Congress's fundamental job, their number one job, is to balance the budget, federal spending. That's their primary task. I do solemnly swear to, def to defend and protect and to spend without impunity. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy is, you know, this is a issue that keeps getting kicked down the road to each administration. But here's the bottom line. We have not had a balanced budget since the 90s. Since the 90s, we have been going through this political circus of kicking up the debt ceiling and reconciliation packages and, you know, bills with riders on them. You know, usually with riders that cost more than the original. It's like having dependents. It's like having kids. Okay. They, the money just keeps sucking out like a Hoover. And that's what we're dealing with. So the problem is, is we're going to return them to the spending levels of 2022 when President Turnip was still unaware of where he is and what he's doing. And that's a small step, stopgap measure in this. I liken it to putting a Band-Aid on an amputated limb. That's where we kind of are. So that's what we're pulling against. But the bottom line is it has to be done. So here's what this means. $31 trillion in debt means that we owe $1 trillion in interest for that amount of debt. Okay, that's what our children and our grandchildren and their children that haven't even been thought of yet are going to owe because we can't get politicians to do their job. That's what it's going to be about. So $1 trillion in debt. And now the 10, 210 Democrats signed a discharge position to try to sidestep saying that we don't want to be told not to spend. We don't like it. It sounds very, um, it's mean and probably racist. You know, P.S. Raven's a racist. That's our, our answer for everything. She's racist. She's crazy. So, but you know what? I know how to balance a budget. <laughs> That's the thing. So what we have to do is we have got to get some common sense cuts. And in that vein, we have to rein in government spending. And this is where we are. The government is spending and spending and spending because they want to expand the government. And that's not what we should be going for. We need to reduce government because um, they can't do anything right. What is that saying? You had one job. Okay. And... They can't seem to do it. In Biden's case, he can't even figure out what that job is. So here's the next layer of that. So in the vein of them saying we want to spend and you can't stop us, or whatever it is the Democrats normally say, in that vein, now in a case of hypocrisy meets hold my beer, just not my Bud Light, hold my beer, sanctuary cities all over, 
over the country are now saying, whoops, did we say everybody come in? We meant um, everybody come in, vote for us, and then leave. So sanctuary cities are now pushing back and saying, we can't handle all of these migrants. So Rikers Island, you guys are going to, Patriots, you're going to love this. So in New York, to deal with the housing crisis, they've welcomed all these people. Republicans are terrible. You know, you've got to, we've got to embrace everybody. Okay, we've got to embrace the criminals, the mentally ill, the ones who are broke, the ones who have no intention of working, the ones who are popping out kids like Tic Tacs. We have to embrace this. We should pay for it because that's the compassionate thing to do. We should pay for all of the world's trouble. We should be bank of everyone. Okay, so in that vein, they opened up luxury hotels in New York to house these migrants. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. P.S. Did we tell you that Republicans suck? And now we're out of space. We don't have luxury. We don't have luxury hotels and we don't have money to pay for it. So now we're going to open up Rikers Island. I know, patriots, you can't make this stuff up. We're going to open up Rikers Island to house migrants. That would almost be a win-win if we weren't paying for it. Okay, this is, these are the reasons they don't want to cut the spending, patriots. It's because we're funding this crap. We're funding our own invasion. 10,500 people a day. So we've gotten 60,000 in New York, and he's saying we need to revisit. Uh, we need to revisit the sanctuary city policy. No, you need to revisit securing the border, idiot. That's the problem. It all stems from this. We can't afford it. We tried to tell you that. So we've got Denver. We've got to welcome them. Did we mention that Republicans suck? So now Denver is saying, well, we will keep them, but we need $360 billion to pay for their food, housing, medical, and various other transportation and resources. Do you guys get that? Now, these are the same people who say they're coming here to work and take jobs that Americans won't take. Well, then why are we paying for it? If they're coming here to work, which they shouldn't do, that's illegal. We have laws for that. But for this argument, join me in the, in the fantasy of the left. If the argument is that they are coming here to do jobs American won't, Americans won't do, then why... Are they getting government-funded checks, taxpayer-funded checks? Why are they receiving welfare and food stamps and phones and everything else? Where does that come into the picture while they're stepping over at Americans to get it? Are you kind of paying attention to how this goes? Okay, so this is the typical platform. Democrats, you know, spend, give everything away. You know, come everyone, come ye, come all. And if we can't get you to come along with our argument, we'll just cheat. And the Republicans are, they're cheating. Vote for us, because they cheat. We don't do anything, but they cheat. So this is what we have to do. So patriots, what's the solution? The solution is, report to this line. The solution is, we have stopped, we've got to stop electing these do-nothing politicians who make speeches, okay? We should require that every sensational headline is followed by a sensational close, okay? We're getting tired of Ukraine. Okay, well, did the bill go through? 
to stop the funding? Did it? Crickets? Bueller? So that's going to be it. We have got to remove these do-nothing politicians. We have got to stop spending. We have got to get this under control. And we have got to get the government working the way it is designed to work. And that starts when we, the people, start getting engaged. Guys, we're going to have to make some effort on this, but we can do this. And in that vein, let's look at what's happening in our public scape. So, Patriots, we have an amazing guest today. We're going to be talking to the one and only Mark Fincham. He ran for Secretary of State of Arizona. He is a dynamic patriot who's been fighting on the front lines. And we're going to update with him today what it looks like in Arizona, what it looks like for our country, and what it looks like for patriots on the whole. And you are not going to want to miss this interview right after this. We are here to defend democracy for the people. Hey there, Patriots. It's Raven, the conservative warrior. I am here on behalf of Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they now offer competitive business plans. Switching to Patriot Mobile from your current carrier has never been easier. When you become a Patriot Mobile member, your dollars are helping to fund our God-given rights and freedoms. You know us, Patriots. We vote with our wallet. Stop funding the people who are selling us out. Support Patriot Mobile now. Be part of the solution. Be part of the freedom. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Raven. Get free activation. Patriots, mobilize. Welcome, Patriots. Are you ready? It is that time when we get to the we have the fabulous guests, and we start putting verbs in the sentences. So let's get to it. Today on Raven's Radar, we have the one and only Mark Fincham. He is the Republican nominee for Secretary of State in the great state of Arizona, and boy, do we need him. Welcome, Mark, to Raven's Radar. Thank you for having me on, Raven. It's a pleasure. It is great. So we know figuratively and literally it is hot out in Arizona. We've got a lot going on. So tell, before we get into what the scape is in Arizona, we got to talk about, so what does, because this is important, what does the Secretary of State do in Arizona? Well, in Arizona, the Secretary of State is the top elections oversight officer in the executive branch. Now, ultimately, the legislature has oversight for everything that is time, place, and manner in elections. But the Secretary of State is responsible for seeing to it that all 15 counties, we only have 15 in Arizona because we've got lots of land, but not lots of people. But the Secretary of State is responsible for making sure that the County Board of Supervisors follows the law. Hard stop. That, that's his job. Third job. Fantastic. So I wanted patriots to understand this. When we're talking about the dynamic of how we get our country back, we got to talk about how we protect and secure our elections. Okay. So the, you know, the Secretary of State tasked 
to make sure we don't have the Federal Bureau of Cheating, which is what we are seeing in Groves. So what has this race been like, the primaries and everything leading up? What's it looking like out in Arizona right now? Well, we allegedly lost the um, general election of 2022, but we've been in court. Kerry had a decision yesterday on a remand back to the original court from the Arizona Supreme Court. Um, I have a case that was dismissed. We have a motion for reconsideration based upon all the evidence that was presented in Kerry's case and then some. Um, we've also got Abe Hamaday, who has two different cases going on. Um, he got he won a new election because he caught Maricopa County lying and excluding evidence from uh, the court case that he originally had dismissed. So, it, you know, I, I hate to do this, but our U.S. Senator Kirsten Sinema said something quite some time ago that Arizona appears to be the meth lab of politics in the United States. It's a hot mess here. And I was going to say ground zero for cheating, but that's much more flowery. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of ground zeros for cheating around the country. But in Arizona, uh, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors have taken this to a new level. And we've now got a judge, Judge Peter Thompson, um, essentially said that rapid fire comparison of election, uh, mail-in election ballot envelopes is acceptable. The signatures, I mean... (laughs) This is absolutely absurd. In fact, uh, Eric Specklin, who uh, is an expert at uh, handwriting analysis and signature comparison, was on the stand in the trial, said, look, it takes me six seconds on a good day. Well, over 74,000 of the signatures that needed to be verified were done in a second or less. I'm calling it the woodpecker hearing because this thing was rapid fire. It went so fast, the the alleged process. And then the judge comes out and says, well, you know, we're going to have to write, rewrite Arizona law. We're going to have to rewrite the elections procedure manual because I, I can't make a decision based upon um, the, the quality of and, and the specifications for comparison. Wrong answer, judge. Your job was very singular. Did or did not signature comparison happen? Now, again, thumbing through a book is not reading a book. And that's the the metaphor that Eric Speckman used, and I thought it was brilliant the way he did it. What do you, Can you notice the content of the book? Did you even see any of the words in the book if you thumb through it? No. Well, well I have people believe that that's an acceptable comparison between the signature on a voter registration card and the signature on an envelope that was used to mail a ballot in. And this is kind of how you have to interpret. You have to be able to speak Biden knees and cheat knees, okay, to be able to understand how you get through this. So I think we have a clip of basically we're just going to sum up the translation of what this judge is saying. So is that pretty much it, it's like the three monkeys, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil uh, of uh, Mark of just, but this is what people need to understand. But see, Mark, when people say to you, but this is the frustration, it's because what good does it do to catch these people cheating and they're not even trying to really hide it anymore? What good is it going to do when we can't get these elected officials to follow through? Why are we not having perp walk palooza? 
Because we've got decades of work that has been done by the Uniparty and those who, they want selections. They want to have, what they're trying to do is protect the status quo, the power structure that they have installed through a simulation. It's a simulation of an election. Essentially, they're patting people on the head saying, okay, thank you for voting. We'll let you know how it works out. That's not an election. But they've lulled the people into the belief that it is. So now we're at this point where we've got judges that are in place that can't seem to make a decision. They're concerned about their con- they're concerned about their future more than they are about the people. But I will say this: the American Bar Association. Here's here's a, a data point for you: the American Bar Association of the hundreds of millions of dollars that they make in political contributions, ninety percent of those contributions go to Democrats. Ooh, yeah. So. It's a biased organization, which fills the courts with biased lawyers that become judges. Um, we here in Arizona, because of the, the the masterful cheating that has been done, um, we probably, unless we can pull people together and get them to start working together, stop the infighting, it's a strong possibility that Arizona goes blue in 2024. That means control of the governor's office, the secretary of state, the Attorney General's office, the House, and the Senate. So here's my word to patriots in Arizona. Get off the couch and get involved. Because if you don't, the republic that we know as Arizona will be no more. It will be a socialist state made in the image of California. Well, that is the layman terms. I say that a lot. Republicans who don't vote elect Democrats, and they're going to make it difficult Uh, People tell me all the time, Mark, and you might agree with this, of going, well, Raven, what good does it do if they're going to cheat? You have to be bigger than the cheat. Don't just Republicans don't let Republicans vote alone. Don't go alone. Bring 10 people with you. Stay in line. okay? go to the Democrat areas, because it wasn't that an issue. Wasn't that something that Carrie Lake had talked about is most of the ones in the Republican districts malfunctioned. A lot of these people were waiting for hours. They just got tired and left. That was the whole goal. People are realizing, well, they broke. What could we do? That was the plan was for you for it to break so you would get out of line and problem solved. So what you're basically saying is no time for sunshine patriots. We need um, active patriots. There's a difference between being patriotic and being a patriot. So that's what we need to do. So in that vein, and then you've also come across a couple of books that you like to help patriots understand this, understand the scape of what's going on here. Yeah. So if people want to follow um, what we're doing here in Arizona, they can sign up for my Substack. It's Mark Fincham at, or I'm sorry, markfincham.substack.com. That's M-A-R-K-F like Frank, I-N-C-H-E-M like Mark, dot substack.com. And I'll be writing on a lot of this stuff over the next month. Um, put out a, a piece about every other day, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But there's two books that um, are, are really important. One is an online book. And I I'm going to have to look up the, the exact title so people can um, find it. It is Insurrection and Violence, A Citizen's Guide. Um, and it's um, unconstrainedanalytics.org. Um, it's an important online piece because it speaks to what average citizen citizens can do to protect themselves against what has now become a weaponized government. And it's weaponized not against 
um, the opposition outside of our borders. It's now been turned inward. The other book that I think is really important, and you can get this one on Amazon, it's about $24, but it is A Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare, 5GW, written by General Michael Flynn and my good friend, Sergeant Boone Cutler. Uh, this is This helps answer the question and, and gives a little bit of nomenclature. What is a PSYOP? What's a psychological operation? What is a PSYACT? And what is a target audience? Now, if you know those three things, we can overlay that on the whole J6 thing. Leading up to January 6th, everything was orange man bad. Donald Trump is this. Donald Trump is a bad man. MAGA people are out of control. Okay, that's the PSYOP. Setting the expectation that People who support America first are the bad guy, which we all know that New York Times and the Washington Post would really prefer to have a, a socialist, if not a communist, uh, operation where we have a dictator in charge and they just work for the dictator. Now, the Psy Act, January 6th, that's where you had a group of individuals who we now know that some of them were FBI agents, some of them were paid agent provocateurs. Bad actors. Bad actors making it appear that the people, all the people who were there, 1.2 million, were somehow engaged in an attempt to overthrow of the United States government. When in reality, what we saw was not an insurrection. It was a malicious destruction of property made to look like it was labeled an insurrection. By who? The very same media that wanted to vilify Donald Trump. Russia, Russia, Russia. Uh-huh. So, and the same people who supported BLM tearing cities apart, that was a mostly peaceful protest where people actually died and that justice was only going to be served if every Target and Louis Vuitton got looted. That's exactly right. So the Psy Act was built for who? A target audience. What they wanted to do, there were a couple of uh, goals that the whole G6 thing was about. Number one they wanted to interfere with the normal order of examining electors before they were awarded to one candidate or the other. And leading up to that, there was like 182, 187 congressmen and a significant number of senators who were saying, hold on, there's a real problem with five elections, six elections in the United States. we got Georgia, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Michigan. Something's terribly wrong. And we, I delivered evidence to Representative Paul Gosar and Representative Andy Biggs uh, about the Arizona electors. Well, they had to devise a plan to interfere with that because under the, the U.S. Constitution, we have to have a quorum present. Correct. There was no quorum. And they made the claim that, well, we're going to suspend the U.S. Constitution because we've got an emergency. And because it's inconvenient. Yeah. So they created the emergency. But they also wanted to reach out to a target audience and say, look at all these people. These are MAGA people. They're bad. Well, now we have, Rasmussen reports, 62%. It's the last, this was uh, several weeks ago, if not a couple months ago. But Rasmussen reports, 62% of Americans, American voters, believe that the 2020 election was affected by cheating and fraud. That's a Two-thirds of the people of the United States who vote do not believe that we had a legitimate election. Correct. Now, fast forward to 2022. With what we have seen in Arizona, Michigan, uh, Georgia, Pennsylvania, people are looking at this and they're saying, 
there is no way that we had a transparent and secure election, which are the two precursors, by the way, for election integrity. They're also precursors for communism, aren't they, Mark? I mean, that's what you do. You silence political report. Anybody pay attention? Anybody? I'm old enough to remember the Durham report came out, okay, that proved that Hillary Clinton, Obama, and Biden, okay, interfered with President Trump's campaign, tried to sabotage him, and crickets, okay? They said uh, Hunter's Biden, Hunter Biden's laptop was misinformation, and they called anybody who questioned it, but that's the hallmark of communism. When you can't question what you see with your own eyes, when you can't disagree with a political party, you have communism. And we are going to talk, but what it requires is a strategy. And I want to talk with the one and only Mark Fincham about what the next steps are right after this. We are here to defend democracy for the people. Hey there, Patriots. It's Raven, the conservative warrior. I am here on behalf of Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they now offer competitive business plans. Switching to Patriot Mobile from your current carrier has never been easier. When you become a Patriot Mobile member, your dollars are helping to fund our God-given rights and freedoms. You know us, Patriots. We vote with our wallet. Stop funding the people who are selling us out. Support Patriot Mobile now. Be part of the solution. Be part of the freedom. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Raven. Get free activation. Patriots, mobilize. Welcome back, Patriots. We're here again with the one and only Mark Fitch Fincham. Republican nominee for Secretary of State, and this is Patriots, what we're doing. We like, you can't fix what you don't acknowledge. So we have to show you what this scape is. And you see how Mark has done a great job of setting up the stage of how the the dumpster fire for 2020 un, unfolded. And we're seeing the consequence, but you're right. So Mark, going forward, we saw how this happened. They set up that stage and set up, and just for for giggles, I mean, we still have people in jail for January 6th, even though there is video coming out that's debunked it. It makes no logical sense. We have not talked to Pelosi about it. I mean, the buck stopped with her. Did it not in terms of being able to have Capitol Police? We know that President Trump sent a request for it that she de that she denied. OK. And according to President Trump, he said at one of his rallies that she wanted to send tanks down the streets of Washington, D.C., and mow down innocent Americans who were saying, we just saw this. This is garbage. Okay, this is ridiculous. So, Mark, you know, I want you to finish the thought on what you were saying about how they set up this Psy Act, how we know that FBI had infiltrated to set up Americans, right. to, to frame Americans, and they have the nerve to say MAGA Republicans staged a, a coup, when in actual, we have proved that our government, okay, set up American citizens who were exercising their constitutional rights. 
Yeah, so you just highlighted another PSYOP, and that's, let, let's walk through this a second. Russia, 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 which we now know was nothing but a- It was BS, BS, BS. Exactly, a false story that was essentially set up as a PSYOP to condition people to whenever there was any kind of linkage to Russia, they wanted it linked to President Trump. They wanted to essentially divert away from the real suspect. Then enters proof, Hunter Biden's laptop. So we have a weaponized FBI, which I believe should absolutely be deconstructed and turned into nothing more than a database management organization. No law enforcement powers. The states don't need them. What they do need is database management. We don't need to have a weaponized law enforcement organization that is going to terrorize an ex-president's family. Now, Amen. I, I, I... I don't know for sure, but I believe that the Biden family, the Obamas, will rue the day that they allowed that to happen. If they created the Federal Bureau of Injustice. If the if the tables are ever turned, I predict that there will be a house cleaning. That is one of the reasons we need to elect Donald Trump for the 47th president of the United States. But Amen. I digress. So if people want to read more about this, they can go to markfincham.substack.com. But um, so we have the conditioning, Russia, Russia, Russia. We have Hunter Biden's laptop. For who? The target audience. The American people. Because they want to try and fashion the thoughts of the American people in favor of the Biden family. Oh, well, you know, corruption's so hard to prove. Well, let's just look at the bank records. That's really easy. No, it really wasn't that hard. Billions of dollars in influence peddling by Hunter Biden and the entire family. Now, this... This isn't tied to just the Bidens. It is an endemic yes. to the entire body politic from the municipal level all the way to the federal level, all five branches of government. When I say five branches of government, I'm talking about legislative, executive, judicial, bureaucratic, and of course we have the propaganda media complex. That has become a part of our government. Correct. So I think one of the biggest things that folks can do, if you want to take some action steps, number one, Go out to Amazon. I hate to go there, but that's where the book is available. Get yourself a copy of The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare. 5GW is on the cover. It's kind of a mustard yellow with people waving flags on it. I wish I had my copy available, but I think I loaned it to somebody and they didn't give it back to me. Um, written by uh, General Flynn and uh, Sergeant Boone Cutler. The session two should be published here in the not-too-distant future. But this helps people understand at a you know, sixth, seventh, eighth grade level. It's not dumbed down, but it, these are complicated ideas that have to be presented in a very simple fashion. Right. What is a PSYOP? What is a PSYACT? What's the target audience? And then there are 10 rules for fighting back against radicals. That's near the end of the book. I think it's appendix number one. Okay. Number one, when you're right, stand your ground. Do not give an inch. When there's something to be apologizing for, make sure that an apology is due. If not, don't issue one. There's the first two rules. So, I don't Well, that's a, a good those are great rules, aren't they? Is that's what we're going to be doing and that's what you're doing. That's what Carrie Lake is doing. I know there was an unfavorable ruling uh, this morning. Um they they threw out the last claim, which was valid. First, it was like, well, there might be something here. And it's like, well, wait a minute. We thought about it. No. But here's what we do know is Carrie is she. That's my warrior sister. I love Carrie Lake. She is 
of we don't back down, we aren't giving. And in that vein, you've got legal action, she's got legal action. We are keeping the lights on because justice dies in the dark. So Mark, what's the next step for you? So you are pressing on, what can Patriots do? Where can they find you and how can they help you move this forward? Well, there's a couple of things folks can do. Um, I've talked about my Substack. If If you wanna stay informed about the things because Arizona, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of step back. Yes, Arizona is ground zero for election and security and transparency action. That's why Kerry and I and Abe Hamaday, we are still in the fight. We have not conceded, nor will we. Amen. Evidence is clear and convincing. Just because one judge refuses to see it, all right, we're going to make this, this is going to be a war of attrition, war figuratively, okay? So if you get a copy of Fifth Generation Warfare, that's, that's a huge step. Get it, read it get other people around you in in your communities of interest show up at county commission county supervisor meetings and demand paper ballots in hand counting we had something happen here uh, in april a senate concurrent resolution 10037 which is the senate taking an and house taking back the plenary authority that is enshrined in the u.s constitution article 1 section 4 clause 1 it is the legislature that chooses the time, place, and manner of elections. Not the executive branch, not some judge, not the bureaucratic machine. It is the legislature. So what the Arizona legislature did is they said, okay, if you're going to use machines for the primary means of counting, which, by the way, is not mandated in Arizona law, you, they're going to have to meet DOD infra, critical infrastructure standards. That means they can't have chips in them that are built by Chinese Communist Party. You're going to have to have open source computer code that does tabulation, not calculation. And of course, you're going to have to have uh, a primary means that's not dependent upon machines of counting votes. So in essence, what they're saying is you can use machines to tabulate, but not as the primary means of counting votes. And counting paper ballots. In fact, there's going to be a roadshow with Mark Cook going through Texas. Hopefully, he'll make it to Arizona. It's the Hand Count Express. We want to educate people on how they have been shoved out of the election process by political operatives, by politicians who want to have a fast means to tabulate votes, but they also want a means where they can put their thumb on the scale of election justice. And that's one of the things that the Election Fairness Institute, if people want to take a look at that, it's goefi.org. That's G-O-E-F-I.org. That's goelectionfairnessinstitute.org. Um, we are engaged in the review of election process because we're 501c3. By the way, contributions to it are uh, tax deductible. We're authorized by the, the IRS. But we can't engage in politics. We can't stand for a person, a party, or a pro proposal. What we can do is analyze process. One of the things that we're looking at right now in the election financing process, mm, money laundering by the Sinaloa drug cartels. Mm, there's a process. Mm. If that kind of money, we're talking about hundreds of billions of dollars, by the way. If that kind of money can make it into the election process, the people who are receiving that money in the form of bribes and payoffs, and it's, again, from municipal all the way to federal offices, it's all three, five branches of government. It does, and it goes hand in hand, Mark, doesn't it, with term limits? Because Feinstein's been there 60 
year. She was there before the internet, okay? If something happened, it would be cockroaches in her. So I'm just telling you, this is, that, that goes hand in hand. These politicians have been so in there so long, they're so entrenched that it's difficult to get them out. So you are correct. So as we are uh, wrapping up, we just, what I want patriots to do is I want you to be encouraged. Patriots like Mark who are on the front lines, they aren't giving up. Carrie Lake, they aren't giving up. Donald Trump, they aren't giving up. So we need you to rise up and, and join them and meet them. We, you, you know, we can't, you know, people save themselves. Well, I'm too busy. Come on, patriots. We got to get involved. We have to do something. America needs you. So uh, tell us one time wrap up where people can find you, Mark, you know, how they can, where they can donate and what your, your next step is. You're pressing on and are you going to be out speaking or are you going to be appearing somewhere that patriots can get involved with your movement? Um, it's a busy schedule. So yes, I'll be speaking. Uh, I don't have the calendar in front of me. But I, I guess I would leave your your viewers with a question. What are you spending your time reading or watching in the evening? If you're spending your time watching nonsense on television, that's you're not doing your family or yourself any, any favors. Be a student of reality. Start looking at things. My Substack. Um, take a look at what we're publishing out on EFI or goefi.org. We have a news page where we have relevant articles that are they're meaningful. They have a message that people need to hear about that they are not going to hear about in the propaganda media space. And then, of course, if folks want to uh, help us in our mission for uncovering the truth, putting a little sunshine on it, like Louis Brandeis called, um, they can make a donation. We encourage, you know, $20, 30 40 $50, but do a recurring contribution. That helps us with cash flow so that we can pay our private investigators, our researchers, to prepare, I don't know, maybe a grand jury case about electronic manipulation of votes. Don't tease us, Mark. Come on. That, we're getting good now. Come on. So we need to be able to pay our researchers and prepare things that could go to a grand jury, either here in Arizona or if we ever have a legitimate federal grand jury again, um, getting that in front of them with um, with facts that are incontrovertible. Ooh. So. That's how people can help us. Again, Substack is markfincham.substack.com. The website is goefi.org. Well, it's, you know, nobody said that uh, saving the country was an easy job. If it was any easy, anybody could do it. But I also want to encourage patriots, please, I always say this. If you can't be on the front lines, support those of us who are and wars are expensive so give to mark i also want to encourage people to go to our website give to raven pack because this is what we do okay until i get into a a, a a declared fight we are helping these candidates who are trying to move the needle and pivot us back from communism to freedom so make the donation every little bit helps it helps us stay out there and keep the wheels of justice turning because I'm telling you, this is not a spectator sport of saving our country. But Mark, I am so incredibly honored, you know, to for you, your your phone's been blowing up today. Thank you so much for making the time to come out and see us today. And we're going to be catching up with you really soon. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure, Raven. Thanks for having me. It's going to be great. So Patriots, we're going to have more information about Mark and how you can get involved in him, how you can get involved with Raven Pack and everything on our website. And we'll be back right after this.
here to defend democracy for the people. Hey there, Patriots. It's Raven, the conservative warrior. I am here on behalf of Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they now offer competitive business plans. Switching to Patriot Mobile from your current carrier has never been easier. When you become a Patriot Mobile member, your dollars are helping to fund our God-given rights and freedoms. You know us, Patriots. We vote with our wallet. Stop funding the people who are selling us out. Support Patriot Mobile now. Be part of the solution. Be part of the freedom. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Raven. Get free activation. Patriots, mobilize. Thank you, Patriots, for being here for this episode of Raven's Radar. I feel really honored to be able to bring you some of the fighters, some you know, some you don't know, but to be able to bring you what it looks like and give you hope. I hope, Patriots, that that gave you a little bit of encouragement because these Patriots aren't backing down. I know when you watch the news and the media, it gets to be overwhelming and it feels like, well, how do we get out of this? We get out of this because we can't comply our way into freedom. We can't spend our way out of debt. We're going to have to make the tough decisions. We're going to have to get involved. I always say there's a convenience fee. The convenience fee for eating out all the time is usually poor health, okay? The convenience fee for not watching what they're teaching your kids in school is they get indoctrinated. The convenience fee for not being plugged in to what your government is and not being willing to exercise your voice and push back is communism. And that's where we are now, patriots. We have to fight back. If we don't fight back now, when will that be? There will be no 2024 if we don't get involved right now. So in that vein, I want to tell patriots, please, you know, support Mark Fincham as he's out there fighting for Arizona, one of the reddest states that is now in danger of going blue. And I'd like to ask patriots, please go to my website, revanharrison.com. You can find information about our guest. You can find a gallery of what we're doing, what we're up to, and you will find the link to Raven Pack. And Raven Pack is dedicated to supporting America first, conservative candidates, okay, the ones that meet the needs, not the ones who talk the talk and then just kind of wander off like the resident turnip. We're talking about real patriots, but wars are expensive. And these people who want to destroy our country are heavily funded patriots. So that's where they are getting us. They are entrenched and we need to fight back and we need the resources to do that. So I'm asking patriots to step up to the line. In that vein, also pick up my book, Raven's Mantle. It is available on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. It is also now in print, should be in stores. Yay! So I can make heads explode in person. It's going to be awesome. But patriots, I'm going to take you through the Cold War the mechanics of how we got here and how we're gonna get out. What makes a conservative warrior? How do we all do this in terms of getting our country back? I'm going to show you and I'm gonna put a little sizzle in it because you know I always do. So patriots, I'm so glad that you're here to join us. Thank you for allowing me to be on the front line and fight for what is right for God, for family, for country. And until then, keep fighting.